0: I want to thank one of our incredible sponsors, BrainTap. You may have listened to our podcast with the founder of BrainTap, Patrick Porter. And if you did, you'll definitely want to get involved in BrainTap. And if you didn't, please, please, I strongly recommend that you go back and listen. It's so incredibly informative. Here's what BrainTap can do. You can literally build your brain fitness with BrainTap's mobile app and wearable headset. Everyone here at Outcomes The Sun Podcast has had and continues to have positive results with BrainTap. Your brain is guided from awake and reactionary patterns to intuitive and creative responses. BrainTap is backed by neuroscience and research and was developed by Patrick Porter himself. BrainTap creates a symphony of brainwave activity to optimize your brain's potential, restore your ability, balance your energy and calm your brain. And listen, it is a game changer when it comes to sleep. This technology is truly a gift and I am so incredibly grateful to be able to share it with you. You are, you are, we are, you are joining the Outcomes of Sun podcast. I'm Marielle Hemingway, and this is my partner, Melissa Yamaguchi. We are part of the Marielle Hemingway Foundation, which is a foundation to help everyone have a resource navigator for solutions to mental health issues. And um, today, we it's just Melissa and I, and we're just going to talk about we're actually going to talk about bullying because it's such a big issue right it's like yeah. crazy big in the world and what was interesting because melissa and i have these conversations you know and we're like i'm walking she's walking in california i'm walking right now in arkansas that's a whole other episode um but, <laughs> but if i go into a southern accent you'll know why because that's the part I'm playing in a movie that I'm doing here. But um, we talk about, you know, we talk about issues that come up. And we were, you know, both on our walks the other day and, you know, bullying came up. And I realized that as a child, uh, I was very much bullied. And I hadn't really acknowledged that until we had that conversation with us. It was very interesting because I was... Actually, I was having memories of what I was like. Wow, I was severely bullied as a child and didn't uh, didn't realize it. I think because of the other stresses in my life. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was mm-hmm. ki- kids are tough, man. I mean, I think oh, yeah. kids are tough. But was it what was very interesting about our conversation the other day is that it's not just kids. There is bullying going on with adults, and this social media has given this. Uh, has opened up opportunities for people to just be cruel to one another for no other reason than to get attention, get likes, whatever that means. And it is, it, it's kind of become epidemic, you know, like it is not okay. And, um, yeah, maybe you could go into some of the details that you that you and I were discussing, but that you had really researched, Melissa.
1: Well, the first thing I want to say is, um, a, I'm sorry you were bullied. If I'd been your friend, I would have smashed him in the face. I would have been right by your side. <laughs> B, the American Psychological Association identifies bullying as this: bullying is a form of aggressive behavior in which someone intentionally. And repeatedly causes another person injury or discomfort. It can be physical, verbal, and it can be overt or subtle. And it but it the the keys are intentionally and consistently. Just yeah. constantly coming after you like a water torture. Just constantly, and you just can't get a break. So the psychological breakdown that takes place. We know we've we've got all this stopbullying.gov and all these different organizations for our children, which we should. We need to, because it more often than not Um, happens great deals there because those kids are being bullied at home and it's that generational trauma because the Mm -hmm. parents are probably bullied and on and on. But the effects have really serious um, and lasting negative effects on people that shows up in a bunch of, they feel rejected, they feel excluded, they feel isolated. Here's the thing that I found is that not only is it taking place in, in schools with children, they're starting to show a lot of bullying in nursing homes Oh wow! I mean, that, that that threw me when I was reading I, this.
0: Like I, I, that actually doesn't surprise me because I think that that there has been it, that's that clandestine thing that ha, has been happening for well, years. Well, not just workers,
1: not not just workers to to. Uh, oh, you I mean to say, I started to say inmates to to residents, right? But but, 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 but residents against residents. Oh wow! yeah Yeah, really interesting i wow
0: yeah Yeah. i did not know that and and here's what's interesting about kind of the the, well we've kind of touched on many subjects here but um the idea that an adult intentionally is causing pain to another adult at some point i think we have to grow up is so Mm -hmm. to speak and and deal with our own issues so that you know, anytime you're pointing the finger at somebody else, what is that? I mean, from my kind of spiritual training of, you know, mindfulness and meditation, it's a mirror, right? Mm-hmm. Any but Anytime you blame somebody else, like really, you know, put the mirror up to your face and what are you saying about yourself? Because I mean, honestly, it... At some point there has to be, and again, it gets back to that thing about mental health being a responsibility. It's a, it's a choice for you to take charge of who you are, look at who you are, and there is no blame. Like, you know, I don't care if you were bullied as a child or if your parents were bullied at some point, you have to look at where you come from and what are your actions saying about you, right? And, and. You know, like this whole idea that somebody else deserves that, whether or not you think they deserve it, or you don't like a political person or, or something, and you think that right. you're, you know, quote unquote, right. Does anyone have the right to cast aspersions upon somebody else that, you know, and I'm not talking about politicians, because maybe there there is a case for that. But you know in in your life to speak of human beings that you work with or that you come across or or that had a mild friendship or is a parent of a of a of another child a child's friend mm-hmm. where do we get off that we have the right to make a fast judgment on another human being and that's where i get very you know i just want people to take responsibility for responsibility for their own actions and to not place blame on others when perhaps where that anxiety, that pain and those issues are are really inside yourself. And you know, that's well, kind of a philosophical conversation,
1: but. Well, the thing is rejection, isolation, um, low self-esteem, depression, anxiety, PTSD, anxiety disorder, all of this happens as a result of bullying. So if that was never treated, you will carry it into adulthood. And then yeah. perhaps, Unless you get help, unless you seek some therapy, you journal, you, you seek a counselor at, yeah. your church, at, your, at, at a church, at a clinic, wherever, you, wherever the, the opportunity is, that abuse that you experience will continue to impact everyone else in your life. And mm-hmm. bullying is a form of abuse and bullying is more often than not perpetrated by a narcissist who believes yeah. that his or her way of seeing the world is far better and far superior than yours. And so they're yeah. going to correct you and pick you yeah. in your place. Cause they don't like you. They don't like the way you look. They don't like the way you're acting. They don't like something. And so it's, they believe it's their job. They put the crown on and they're going to correct it. Yeah. So when you and I were talking the other day um, about this subject, one of the things that I was sharing with you is that I had been reading about the effects of some of the reality TV and how, yes. Um, I, one of there was a, I'm trying, I'm trying to stay away from naming names here, but there was a daughter of a prominent woman on one of the shows who came out and said, these shows used to be kind of fun to watch, kind of an escapism, kind of silly, goofy escapism. Um, But now they become mean and they become mean spirited and directed. And there's a, there's a targeted person on the show each time now that, uh, that one or two go after. Um, So I started reading the article about how there have been, on some of these reality shows, some of these grown women and men are acting out in a bullying behavior. And so a lot of the fans, and I was really shocked at the number of well-known people around the world who tune into these shows. I I was really surprised at major, major athletes and musicians who say, oh yeah, I'm a fan, and, and actors and actresses, I love this show. And even though it's mildly scripted, oh, so kind of, right. kind of free range to go cuckoo, ka to get all the eyes on the TV, right? Right. So the, this article was talking about how the impact and how it's trickling down into sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, which needs no help in learning how to bully. Needs right. no help. But what it's right. giving them is permission to continue the bullying because rich and famous people are doing it. And they get paid more and they're still on the shows. And so the question with some of the teachers who had, who had um, contributed to this article were, how are we, how are we to fight this? And then most recently we've had some people coming out um, in the media making anti-group commentary, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Against certain uh, factions of people, anti and. And it's there's a lot of backlash that they're getting. Uh, sponsors are pulling their sponsorship, and and people are cutting ties with them, and banks are asking them to leave, and so forth. And the the what it's done with the um, initial perpetrator is em- embolden him or her to suggest that you're not going to put me in my place. You're not going to tell me what to do. I'm gonna I have my voice. So there's this really very very. fine line of speaking your truth having your voice utilizing your platform and crossing over really quickly into an area where you can cause damage and harm to another person so if you, yeah and also those people
0: who are crossing that line and using their platform I I mean it's to me it's such an it's such an irresponsibility. Like you are irresponsible, unless you are a psychiatrist or a therapist, or you are well-versed in what mm-hmm. you're talking about. To, to, you know, I mean, it's one thing to have an opinion, but when you're actually right. thinking that your opinion is the truth or, you know, when all of it is perception. You know, right. Right. We perceive things in our world. And if we're, if we're a narcissist, we see it as we're right and they're wrong. Right. And Mm -hmm. we've categorized Mm -hmm. ourselves that way. So it's just, it's wildly irresponsible and scary because, because they can cause not only mental damage and, and trauma to another person, but you know, I mean, sometimes I mean, and we're talking about mental health uh, on this show a lot of yeah. time. You can yeah, you can send a person into a, a sense of isolation, depression and, you know, who knows crisis. where that goes and into and, major, major crisis. And, 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 and we were talking Yeah, oh, go ahead. ahead. No, 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 no. Go please. ahead. Well, you know, <laughs> go, go, go. No, no, no. You, you, you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. It 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 brought me back because I was thinking, oh, this is such a new thing, right? And we were talking about the other day. No, this has been going on for centuries, right? This was going on long before there was any technology involved. Who was it? Uh, did you say it was Marie Antoinette? Marie Antoinette. Marie Antoinette was, Marie Antoinette she, was a bully. Yes. Was yes. a well-known bully. She would bully people in her court. And, you know, like, wow. So power does, you know, invoke this kind of really weirdly, That because it's a, it is, it's got to be a narcissistic, like, trait, yeah. is that you just think, because you've been given this position, that you have the right to say whatever you want about other people and it's just not and now it's like there's a million people with a million followers and whatever who think they have the right to cast their their opinions out
1: well there's a time when our kings and queens were brought into position and it was deemed that they that he or she was placed there because it was they had god's favor this was God's will, <laughs> God's favor. So wow. that positioning of I'm king and I have God's favor, no matter how insane the potential king or queen could have been, and I use that term in a clinical fashion, no right. matter how mentally unwell they could have been, that whole mentality has trickled down to where we are today. So that if someone has, has high power celebrity and they have 1.2 million followers, 550,000 followers, whatever that is, and they already are not. One hundred percent working on themselves, right. then they deem this. Look, I've got all this following. I've got all this notoriety. Yeah. I have. I have favor. Well,
0: and then the people following them think that they they do have more understanding, yes. more power, and because they have access, they think, oh my gosh, they must know, right? Yes, because they're, right. In pla- they're in this There's in this position of yeah, power. I right. mean, with with political people, we do it all the time well, he's the president or he's the prime minister. Oh my gosh. Well, of course he must know. He must know and he must have our best interests at heart. So he must be telling me the truth. And that's right. where, you know, that's where ugh, it's just, it's a slippery slope, right? It's, it's very slippery. And then, I mean, you look in into relationship and, and marriage and ab- abusive marriages, you know, somebody is in the kind of powerful position, whether that's, Physically or mentally, or you know, they're passive aggressive, and then that's confusing, right? Mm-hmm. Passive aggressiveness is one of the most challenging and abusive things that in a relationship, in a in a relationship where you're getting abused, that it, it, I mean, it's very it's very difficult to be in a pa- and mm-hmm. I I know from experience, a passive aggressive relationship is really toxic, but you don't know it if you're the victim of it because the person who's passive aggressive is very, usually extremely clever and very Mm -hmm. good at what they do, right? It's a, it's a talent. And the person who's kind of subservient kind of gets twisted. And I grew up a little bit with it. And this is not, oh, poor me. I was, it's not that nobody knew what they were doing, but you know, it's that thing where it, it keys into that childhood where mm-hmm. you were in a less than position in your mm-hmm. in your feeling about yourself, in your position in the family, so that you believed that others knew better what was good for you, right? And That's you right. always kind of put your, gave your power to other people. That was mm-hmm. my thing. I did it for years. I thought, oh my gosh, everybody else knows what's right for me other than me. And so, you know, bullying is this thing. so it starts up here, but it trickles down into so many different situations in our lives that we um, that are actually hard to recognize. But when you start doing that work, as you were saying, work on yourself Mm -hmm. and you start exploring, like, your heritage, where you come from, what the the things are that, you know, what are your behaviors? Why do I do these behaviors? You know, I've spent a lifetime looking at my behavior, not always lovely, (laughs) but, you know, you look at your behavior in order to discover uh, why that behavior is happening because something in your past uh, triggered something where you went into fight or flight and you have that behavior now. But if you recognize it, and that's why I, I often say on, uh, you know, on our little, our little podcast is like, once you can recognize a behavior and once you can kind of uh, unravel that story by journaling or whatever, or talking to mm-hmm. a friend or a therapist or whatever, that unraveling of the story can help unravel that tightening around that behavior and you that's can right. let it go, but you can't let it go if you don't recognize it and you don't see that it's there. But um, there, I, you know, I don't know what that means to the to the culture we live in right now because
1: something's got to change, don't you think? Something's going to have to shift because it's not getting better and we haven't learned how to self-regulate. We, if that right. were the case, then we wouldn't have some of the, our endangered species dying because we haven't learned how yeah. to regulate ourselves. But the, th- the truth of the matter is you, we had Dr. Patrick Porter on mm-hmm. a couple of podcasts ago and talking about inflammation of the brain. And, and, and dealing with that. So for remedies, if someone is suffering from bullying, um, if it's the person, him or herself doing the bullying, then, and they don't recognize it, then, then the person who is on the receiving end of it's forced to take action him or herself. So what you, what you have to do is recognize that, yes, I am being bullied. Yes. I am being picked on. I'm being, I am feeling isolated. Yes, we understand. We've taught our children how to do it, but it happens so much in the workplace. Yeah, it's happening. It's happening in the workplaces. I have a girlfriend who is an administrator on a nursing in the nursing field. And she had some she has some young younger nurses. I say young and not necessarily chronologically, but young out of school, fresh out of school, working with her that she is in, of whom she's in charge. And she said, the infighting backstabbing bullying that goes on putting putting nasty notes in each other's lockers these are what these are grown women and some men and she said then they'll come to me and say this was in my locker and and someone stole my sandwich and left me a note you didn't need it anyway you you lose some weight and she said just stop bullying in the work field amongst professionals so if you're on the receiving end of this then what you have to do then is recognize that this is happening, admit it's happening. And it's embarrassing as an adult. You're at work. You don't want to go up and say, hi, I'm 32 years old and I'm being bullied right now. It's embarrassing for people, but a lot of trauma and pain that we go through, we have somehow given the label of it being embarrassing, making people feel embarrassed by having it. That's why a lot of people won't identify my daughter is bipolar. My son has drinking problem, whatever people don't want to identify because it is embarrassing. But with right. the trauma, if you are the receiving end, then l- tapping into it, literally and figuratively, because of the potential inflammation that it puts on your brain as being the recipient of it, is huge. Yes. Oh, absolutely
0: huge. And and you taking responsibility for that, or or rather, the acknowledgement of that, and kind of stepping into your power is is creating those limitations, those boundaries, right? And those boundaries for me, I always see it as like, well, if there's somebody online that's bullying you, there's a block. You block. You just block those people, right? You block. You have to. You have to draw those lines. You can't be obsessive about seeing what is being said. You have to remove yourself from that equation because, exactly right. because it if you're in it, you're just gonna stay in it. And then you're on a you know, you're on a wheel, right? And you're just Marilyn, gonna go round what, and round.
1: I wanna I wanna address that really quickly and I apologize for jumping in. But no. that's a good point because somebody one of the oh gosh, wherever the article was I read said the very first thing to do is to address it as quickly as you can and to stay on it and let the person know, I'm not going to put up with this. If it's blocking, blocking them again, changing it, blocking, constantly stopping it. Yeah. Then that's the fact that's one of the most effective ways quickly. If parents have a child being bullied, the parents go to the school, demand to speak with the other parents of the child, the other child, whatever they stay on it. Then the school's like, oh, this is going to be an issue. We have to help this kid out. The, ch- the school should do it anyway, but the parents more engaged, it helps. No matter where yeah. the bullying has come from, on the school bus, wherever it's happening. But in the workforce, you have to be the person who quote unquote tattles because you've got to stay on it or it will get yeah. worse.
0: Well, and it's just like the shame and embarrassment and stigma that we talk about in mental mental illness, right? We mm-hmm. don't we don't want to talk about it. But you know, I think people are talking about it, and especially young people are talking about it. But yeah, with bullying, bullying, by the way, is a mental illness. Like this yes. is not okay. There's nothing about it that that says, oh, I just need to accept this. And yes, as an adult, it is embarrassing. It is like it feels ugly. I'm, I'm an adult. I should be able to handle this. Well, the way you handle it is by taking charge of it and just drawing lines in the sand. And it's not, you know, maybe it's not, oh, you know, making people aware of the situation but mostly it's about creating those boundaries, right? Mm -hmm. If you want to keep, keep it on the, uh, I was going to say on the down low, but I don't know. If you want to keep it kind of to yourself, then it is about doing those technical things that where you're just like drawing lines and you're just saying, you can't cross this because I don't allow it. And when you really own that, statement when you own that you won't allow it when you create boundaries that's what real boundary making is about it's about like I do not do this and I'm sorry you're not invited in I'm you know and 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 it's fine if I'm not invited on yours right it's just that's That's the way it is but um I just find it so fascinating that this a this world that we live in, this kind of reality show world, where people are going after each other all the time in a bizarre way. Uh, It's just, it's not healthy. And for, for us as a culture not to see that and just go, I refuse. Because you know, like on my, on my Instagram page or my Facebook page, whatever, I just make it a point, I just wanna share good things. I don't, I don't need to like my opinions about the world do not need to be expressed unless they're expressed in a very kind and gentle way, right? Just because, Mm -hmm. and it's just my opinion, right? It's my opinion. And I I don't know, I just think there, I think uh, we've lost our ability to be polite. You know, oh like, you know, you know what I mean? Oh it's gosh. just like we're in this generation of like nobody's polite anymore. I have to say being in being in Arkansas, kind of being in the South, there's something about the South that's quite nice. And you come from kind of this part of the world. Oh. That part of it is is and maybe it's didn't stop <laughs> other things, but there is a politeness that is is kind of is kind of refreshing i i don't know but we've lost our ability to be polite in the world it's like who you know when and when i was a kid in in the business of, of making movies and television um movie stars and 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 celebrities were there was a there was something there was a mystery about them right you didn't know everything oh, yeah. about them you didn't know what they ate in the morning you didn't know who they were fighting with or you know or so and so slept with so- i mean you didn't know those things, but it was nice. I didn't want to know what C- C- Cary Grant's mean qualities were. I wanted to know that he was the m- most handsome, best, not that he's really my generation, but he, you know, like that was, yeah. it was wonderful that you could look up to these people, whether or not you really, but they were, they were icons that you, there was a mystery to. There's no mystery anymore. There's no yeah. like, Oh, Wow. I wonder what they're like. I mean, you know, we do a video once a week. We, it's just, it's sad that we have we've lost our ability to kind of be a little mysterious to the rest of the well, world. Keep Not our even private just lives so... private. exactly keep our
1: private life private. I mean, there's nothing exactly. But, but, and what when I when I take uh, what I I wish that they wouldn't call it reality. Yeah, I because... know because it's so. It's mildly scripted. I've had friends who've been on these reality shows and it's mildly scripted, but it's, if they took away the words reality, then maybe our younger generation who are watching these shows wouldn't say, well, that's, (coughs) this is how people act, man, bless you. This is how people act. Get over yourself, right? This is how it is. Get over yourself. And it's not, it's not acceptable. And there's a reason why we have social etiquette because it allows us to function with each other and we're not going anywhere. Right. Let's function. Let's function with each other and keep our private life. Just close close the door every once in a while and keep. it. Wasn't it wasn't it Paul Newman and Joanne Woodward who left because they wanted to have their own private life and they they um, were gifted with fifty plus years of wonderful marriage because they kept that private life private and stayed away.
0: And they and they did generous acts and and grateful things in the world without anybody knowing about it. And those are the. You know, those are the people that we should admire. You know, it's the ones Mm -hmm. that are not looking for accolades. You know, it's when you do something for somebody and it's, you're doing it because, because it's the right thing to do. Not because you want somebody to look at you and go, oh, you're such a nice person, right? Or whatever. Or you get more followers because you did this. Yeah, right? That's right. It's just, it's different. And, And those you know, there are celebrities out there that are like that. They do great things, and they do it quietly, and they do it without without applause. And that's the right thing. I don't know. I just I admire that. It's kind of that's it's true. the last. It's like that last kind of adventure into in just into a chivalrous world, right? And it's I true. don't know. It's it's lovely, you know. It, it, and that's how we should be our celebrities should be people that we look up to right our our sports stars should be people that we look up to not that we just found you know like whoa I don't need to know that thank you yeah.
1: <laughs> who cares if he wears just, boxers or briefs
0: yeah, exactly yeah. it just reminds me how how boring my life is but I'm like i and I'm totally fine with that by the way I actually like it <laughs>
1: I love my boring life. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I think we say, we say, we we change boring to calm. Calm. Yeah. This that's is a exactly calm right. Life. Yeah, yeah. And I, is. and I, it's better for my, my AFib. Yeah. I don't have it. Don't worry. <laughs> but I mean, I it's too? so
0: good. Well, you know, this, this conversation is an important conversation actually, because it's a conversation that people need to be having uh, uh, about themselves, about the yeah. people that they engage with, that they are in tune with in their environment, uh, mm-hmm. that may be causing pain to another person or even you. So if if you are the recipient of bullying, um, I give you full permission to do something about it, to to, to create your boundaries so that right. so that you can live in the world feeling. Good about yourself and not being afraid, because I think bullying is a, a form of abuse that that needs to end, and we've got to culturally kind of address it. So, I mean, thank you for this conversation, Melissa, because I think uh, you know once again we just bring up issues that need to be addressed. I, I I really do, you know, and we'll address this again, and we'll get an expert on to talk about bullying and really Absolutely. what that what that is doing to kids and frankly, I guess, adults, which is kind of weird, but yeah, yeah, all of us are dealing with it. And I think when we spend too much time looking at other people's lives and remember people, those other people's lives, it's all fake. I mean, it's all like it's up there. Nobody's (laughs) putting ugly pictures of themselves up maybe once in a while, but not very often. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to our little discussion today, but important discussion about bullying and um, join Melissa Yamaguchi and I next week for another episode of outcomes, the sun, because we want the sun to come out for everyone every week. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today on outcomes, the sun. Uh, You can listen to our podcast on Spotify, on Apple, and on YouTube, and you can donate to the Mariel Hemingway Foundation at the themarielhemingwayfoundation.org. And I want to spell Hemingway for you, H-E-M-I-N-G-W-A-Y.org. I only say that because a lot of people put two M's and that just won't work. Um, also, on if you're watching on YouTube, you can go to the donate button at the bottom and it will take you right to a link with the QR code. And uh, if you go to marielhemingway.org, you can also press the donate button and be able to donate to the foundation, which is designed to help guide people towards finding the right solutions for their mental health issues. Um, that is my goal. I'm just trying to raise money so I can come up with an app and a website that has all the information you could possibly want to know about mental health and where to go. But we are in the process of making that happen. And your donation means so much to us. So thank you so much. And we'll see you next week.